The views expressed on the You Cannot Fail Rare Disease podcast series are those of Jerry Cahill and guests, and not necessarily those of the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Nothing on the Rare Disease podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be provided by a medical professional who deals with rare disease. The Boomer Esiason Foundation and Jerry Cahill cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast series without consulting a medical professional. You're watching the You Cannot Fail Rare Disease podcast series presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation, advocating for people living with rare diseases. Hello, everyone, and welcome to You Cannot Fail's Rare Disease Patient Education podcast series presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation, advocating for people living with rare diseases. This episode, dealing with PTLD due to complications post-transplant, was made possible through an unrestricted educational grant from Atara Bio. Today we'll be following up on part two with Swapna Kakani. This week, Swapna will be sharing her story of dealing with post-transplant lymphoproliferative disorder following her small intestine organ transplant. Hi, my name is Swapna Kakani, and I was born in Huntsville, Alabama, in the South. Growing up in Alabama, I had a very thriving childhood, even though I was born with a rare disease called short bowel syndrome, June 2014. After completing some things on my bucket list, I was I said, okay, I am ready to have a small intestine transplant. The post-transplant life is its own chronic disease that has to be managed. And one of the complications I've had is called PTLD. Uh, the, the acronym is PTLD. It stands for post-transplant lymphoproliferative disorder. PTLD is a, a type of cancer that can form after transplant. The cause is multiple factors, including uh, the EBV, uh, Epstein-Barr virus, the immunosuppression levels, and possibly a, a factor that we don't know yet. So how I found out that I was diagnosed with PTLD was uh, first by my own uh, observation of a change on my body. I was changing my stoma uh, just like any other week and so what I saw was this semicircle uh, orange yellow kind of uh, semicircle on the on the stoma which now uh, I we know is a tumor. I didn't know that at the time. I just saw something just looks really odd right there. And I, when with transplant, we were taught by the medical team, call us for everything. We called them and they asked us to come immediately to the hospital. And it was actually first dismissed by one of the doctors as an injury to the stoma due to the ostomy bag. And I thought, I want this, a, a new surgeon who was on, on call to look at the, the stoma. I want a new set of eyes because something is bugging me about this or my gut instinct was speaking to me <laughs> and my new gut instinct and I they I asked them to take my ostomy bag off look at the stoma there's something going on and when the surgeon saw that he immediately texted the lead transplant surgeon who was in a foreign country at the time on a different time zone that surgeon texted him back immediately. And I, I believe to think that because they knew. They immediately biopsied it. 
and within 24 hours, I get a call saying, you have PTLD, please come to the hospital immediately. I would be lying if I said I wasn't depressed at times. After the PTLD diagnosis, it was overwhelming. I, I didn't know exactly what it was and what the treatment was going to be, and everything just moved so fast. And I, I did become depressed, and I had to consciously find something positive to do every single day. When I was in the ICU for seven weeks, I was desperate to have some kind of uh, health and life that could resemble uh, one that compares to an average 20-something-year-old. So when friends and family would visit, I would vicariously live through them. And I would ask them, I'd try to ask them all the questions of what it's like to be in college right now, what it's like to have your job right now. And the purpose was because I was living through them. And I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that kind of social interaction. After the diagnosis of PTLD, I was desperate for connection that understood me as a someone who had chronic disease for two decades and then now as a, a, a small intestine transplant so like many probably I went to Facebook and I was trying to find others like myself and I was surprised to see that there was no such group that would match small intestine transplant so I started a Facebook group called uh, intestinal and multivisceral transplant support group purposely for people post-transplant but also pre-transplant to offer that peer-to-peer -peer social support and today it's over 600 and something mem over 600 members then just to just to see others that relate and one of the members said you just never know what somebody's going to pick up when you talk to them and you share your story, even the highs and the lows. And so I think even even though I've had complications, I am actually I'm grateful for them because it's taught me a lot about life, but also it teaches others just the the what couldn't what can happen after transplant. But that advocacy is so important of always speaking up on any changes, even if even if they seem trivial. Uh, there's no such thing as minor major. There's no minor major surgery, no minor major uh, reason to contact a medical team. It's always, always important to, to speak up for yourself. Uh, I wanted to share resources where people can get information on PTLD today. Cause, so when I was diagnosed, there was nothing out there that I could find on PTLD. And now, thankfully, it has become has gotten more attention. Yeah, the resources that are available now to learn about PTLD are the National Organization for Rare Disorders, the Lymphoma and Leukemia Society, and then finally Transplant Unwrapped. The advice I would give to to somebody who who is diagnosed with PTLD is is that it is tough but to take one day at a time and do whatever you need to 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 find joy we hope you enjoyed this podcast be sure to like subscribe and hit that notification bell on the boomer assassin foundation's youtube channel
so we can keep you up to date on the latest educational programs for the rare disease community.